Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. Hammer and Nigel. Can you believe these characters are weirdos? On 93 WIBC. So let's rock it! My name is Nigel, Jason Hammer, right over there with a very special guest in the DriveHubler.com hotline. He is the senior digital strategist for X Strategies on Twitter, at X Strategies LLC. A great follow individually on Twitter. Greg Price joins us right now. Greg, we got a lot of stuff that we could get into here, uh, but let's start with what I think is the biggest story in America. It's been a couple of days since this train wreck of a debate where Fetterman goes up to the podium, can't really follow along, can't really answer the questions coherently, but for some reason, we're the bad guys if you point out that this dude's not up for the job. What did you think the other night? Well, hi, and good night, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Great interview. Okay, that's it. Greg Price, everybody. No, no, so thank you for having me on. But, yeah, it was a train wreck from, like, the start. Like, I was getting ready to watch it, and I was like, okay, he has all these accommodations. How bad could this possibly be? And then he opens by wishing everyone a good night, and it did not get any better from there. But what it shows is that the, the whole strategy of their campaign was to keep this guy hidden from the public and hide the true nature of his recovery from the public because he's refusing to release his medical records. He released this quote-unquote note from his doctor that who, who also happened to be a donor to his campaign. But as we saw last night, this guy is not – he is not healthy. He is not what these people they're, – they, they're hiding how unhealthy he is from from the public and keep in mind that early voting in pennsylvania has been going on for the last month so people you know millions of people have already cast a mail-in ballot in pennsylvania and have probably already voted for for john fetterman but like can you really watch that guy up on that stage and and think to yourself, yes, that's who I want representing me in the Senate? It's crazy. Well, that's that's my point, uh, Greg Nigel. Here, um, the Democrats. It must that just shows you what they think of their constituency. You, is that who you want represent some empty vessel that's going to vote how Chuck Schumer tells you how to vote? Uh, much less, I could care less about Fetterman, who um, is just is being propped up and uh, used as a tool for. Or possible votes if he wins the Senate. Yeah, definitely, and and and, it's, and it also shows their complete ob- obsession with abortion. Like they care so much yeah. about being able to kill more unborn babies that they're that they don't even care that this guy ha- has all these problems. Uh, you know that that's how obsessed they are with with the abortion issue. It's their religion, and they're willing to. They would elect a guy in a coma if he would vote if he would vote for abortion. And like the other thing is like what, what is, how. how psycho must the people around John Fetterman be yeah. and like his wife in particular like Giselle Fetterman has got to be just like the biggest psychopath in America like she's got to know her husband is not healthy he's not up for this but she's like putting him out there every day because I guess she's just like that obsessed with the fame and power of being a political wife I guess we can call that the Dr. Jill effect right 
Hundred um, percent. I told my wife this the other day. If I ever get to the point to where I don't make sense and you're propping me up there uh, and I'm embarrassing myself, take me off the stage. Take the microphone away from me. Pull the plug. But that's not what you're seeing. And something we talked about the other day, Greg. Fetterman is bad. We see it with our own eyes. They told us he was fine. How bad is Joe Biden if Fetterman is this bad and they told us that he's fine? How the hell worse is Joe Biden? Yeah, yeah, obviously. I mean, like the White House at this point is just like a 24-7 nursing home. Like, imagine, like we all see what happens when Joe Biden doesn't have the teleprompter in front of him. The, the, guy, the guy just, he says things like yesterday when he said that, Fees for extra leg room on airplanes mostly affect people of color. Yeah. <laughs> if you're over if you're over six feet tall on an airplane, you're officially a person of color. But it's and it's the same with John Fetterman. Like he he was that much of a train wreck with all with the closed captioning and with all of the accommodations that were provided to him that the Oz campaign agreed to. Like imagine how bad he is in, in just a one on one conversation when he doesn't have those closed captions and like. There was an, you remember, you, you, you guys obviously remember the NBC news reporter who interviewed him. Oh, yeah. Who was like, attacked by, like viciously by the left because she said that when his captions weren't turned on, that he couldn't keep a conversation. And like all of these journalists were ta- attacking her, being like, no, I interviewed John Fetterman for an hour and he sounded fine. Well, they were obviously lying. And like, just, so just imagine how bad he is when he doesn't have those captions in front of him. It's probably even worse. And we're speaking with Greg Price here on the Hammer Nigel Show. What did you think of the narrative the next day that Dr. Oz was a bully? <laughs> oh, my God. These, these people are so full of crap. They, and they, they, they will do anything for power. They will say and do anything for power and say and do anything than to protect the right to kill unborn babies. They do not care. They would run like they, they would run like if, 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 if there was a guy in a coma. They would be coming up with, like, excuses for, hey, it's mean to attack. Uh, we need the first member of the Senate who, who's, in a, who's brain dead. It's so, it's so ridiculous. But I think – but, you know, I, I don't think people buy it because, like, obviously obviously the lead that John Fetterman had over the summer is completely evaporated. Yes. And, you know, I grew up in – from, like, my family members and a lot of my friends, who are, some of whom are rabid Democrats, but said after watching this debate that they can't vote for this guy – I don't think I don't think the people are buying what, and like we don't even have to imagine like if John Fetterman were a Republican and what they'd be saying about him because if you remember in 2016, uh, Mark Kirk, the senator, Republican senator from Illinois, had had a stroke and like the Chicago even the Chicago Tribune at the time wrote an op-ed endorsing Tammy Duckworth saying that his stroke was his recovery from a stroke was a real problem. So it's just, their attacks are crazy, and I don't think it's going to work. I think Dr. Oz is going to win at the end of the day. My favorite thing that I've seen is that butt-sniffer Lawrence O'Donnell on MSNBC comparing <laughs> Fetterman to FDR in wartime. That's where we're at right oh, now. boy. Uh, wow. Greg Price is our guest. Uh, Greg, one more thing here before we let you go. We've been talking about this story a lot here in Indy. Uh, congressional candidate Jennifer Ruth Green. She's an African-American woman. She's a veteran, a uh, serving in the district up in northern Indiana, the region area, as it's known as here. And Politico and reporter Adam Wren outed the fact that she was a survivor of sexual assault against her wishes. Now, Politico says they got this from, you know, all the legal channels. They did everything right. 
Well, we found out some information yesterday that the Air Force said this was leaked to the opposition research groups uh, against Jennifer Ruth Green. I know you've been putting some things out on Twitter about this. I want to get your thoughts on this story. Well, it's completely disgusting in, in every possible way from the fact that somebody in the Air Force leaked these like incredibly personal records to an opposition research firm, which, by the way, the one there's only two that are paying the Mervan campaign on his FEC records, and one of them is the DCCCs. So we'll see. We'll see if the DCCC paid for a Republican candidate's uh, sexual assault to be leaked. But between that, between Politico claim, claiming that they obtained these from a standard FOIA, which a military, a sexual assault that military superiors tried to cover up would obviously not have appeared in a standard public records request. So Politico just completely lies about this. And then you have Mervan pretending he had nothing to do with it, which obviously, since they were leaked to an opposition research firm, I just, it's, the walls are kind of closing in on him a little on that lie. But it's just, it, it's, it's, un, and it's disgusting, and it just shows how much they are terrified of Jennifer Ruth Green of the fact that this race is a toss-up, the fact that the polls have it as one of the most, as one of the toughest races in America, and how there is a very real chance that she is going to flip a blue seat that Republicans haven't won in 92 years. And, you know, they're, get, they're getting dirty. It's dirty politics at its finest, but that's what they do. They'll, they'll literally, they will go as far as to out a, a woman as a victim of sexual assault to try and smear her as a failed military officer in order to keep power. That is that is how far they were they would go. Wow. They will also go as far as to have the black caucus campaign for the white dude she's running against. So this is what we're seeing here in Indiana, man. It's a mess. Hey, Greg, thank you so much for taking the time. We appreciate you joining us here in Indy. We'll do this again soon sometime. Thanks for having me, guys. Appreciate it.